guys intangible say, I will not be denied. If you will not be denied in this game, you're going to give everything you've got on every play. But we do it, guys, by playing together, have faith, trust, and confidence in each other, and execute the plan. Do your job and do it every play in the game. Look, guys, there can be no glory without some pain. You got your mind right to do it. And that's how I like it. That's how we like it. So let's go dominate these guys for Crimson Talk, your Alabama football fan cast, and we're going to talk some Alabama football with Jerome from Birmingham and Greg, so let's get to it right now. Welcome back to Crimson Talk, and this week, as usual, I'm joined by Jerome from Birmingham. Hey, Twitter world, how you doing today? Jerome from Birmingham, as you know, on Twitter. And Greg? Greg, uh, I'm Greg Rolltide 17 on Twitter, and let's get going today. Well, and first up this week, uh, we're going to have a discussion about the Alabama uh, quarterback depth chart, and uh, you know, certainly a popular topic for as long as I, you know, certainly since Saban's been there, who's going or certainly <laughs> over the last seven or eight years, who's going to be the quarter? Well, we know who's going to be the quarterback this year, but who's going to back him up? And Greg. Uh, I'll let you get started. All right. Um, you know, Mac Jones, a lot of people sleep on him. Um, and they really don't think that he's going to he's gonna be able to withstand the two youngsters. Uh, I, me personally, I think, you know, especially the first half of the season, he's got a really good chance of holding those guys off. I don't um, think so, Greg. Think, you don't think so? I don't so? think so, Greg. I, I, well, I, listen to me. I, I, think, I think this year backup quarterback situation is going to be all on to live to his brother. I think it's going to be a lot of focus this year in the offseason on getting him prepared for the next two or three years stretch in Alabama. Well, do you think he can come in and absorb the, the playbook? And let, let's be honest, he he has – all right, look, we, we know he comes from a very good lineage. But uh, he he does have a few things that in college it may hinder him a little bit because he's just under six foot tall. And that's well, kind of short. I, I don't think so. I, th- I think being in, in a system at Alabama, he came out of Townsend High School, very well coached. I think coming into Alabama around all that talent, he's going to be placed around. He's not going to be any difference than uh, uh, Johnny Manziel from Texas A&M. He's not going to be any difference than Tua last year. Tua get all the criticism, but Tua was a young quarterback last year. And a lot of growing pains and a lot of injuries. I think Tua, I think his brother would be Alabama quarterback. They saying it's not he's not on his campus next year. I don't know why they're saying that. I, I truly believe he's the quarterback when T, when Tua decides to leave. So you don't think the hype matters? You, you know, you brought up Johnny Manziel. The difference between Johnny Manziel is he had uh, quite a bit be, uh, better uh, quickness than, than Tua does. Yeah, yeah, but I I, I, I tell you. Tua is very well coached. And his brother, Talia, is a very well coached football player. He's 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 a, he's a, in a system where he, he sit back. He's learning from his brother. 
He, he, he's in a coach. He's behind a coach called Saban that's going to give him the opportunity. And all he needs is the opportunity. I don't think, me personally, I think you're going to hear some rumblings of Mac Jones transferring this year. That's just coming from me personally. Well, all right. You, you, you look, as we circle back to Mac Jones, do you not think being a third year in the program, the experience, knowing what uh, you know what they want to run in the offense, uh, he, he doesn't have the, the, the electric arm and the electric moves, but – the dude is solid, and you know you can't you can't ask for much more than that. Is especially solid as a backup. Well, I agree with you on that. I'm not disagreeing with you on that, but I'm looking at the next five years down the road. I don't think Coach Saban is going to spend a lot of time next year developing Mac Jones. I think he's going to get the opportunity when fall camp starts. But I think after maybe a couple of weeks or so, I think the focus is going to be on Talia. I think he's going to be your quarterback. When so you don't Georgia think Paul Tyson even has a shot? Go ahead. You don't think Paul Tyson even has a shot? You know what? Not this year. I, I think Tyson, to me, would be reverting back to the A.J. McCarron-type quarterbacks, the Coker quarterback, where y'all told us, hey, he couldn't win at Alabama. Even though I know he has the stats at Trustful, he played in a similar offense, but I just don't think he's the type of quarterback that's going to come into Alabama and compete. Now, you're saying two or three years down the road? I don't know what will happen then. But I think just off the bat, I think you'll put Talia in and pretty much just just go for what you know. Yeah, he's going to make the mistakes. Hey, I can deal with that. But if he's going to give me uh, 45 points, 300 yards pass, and an interception here or there, I can care less what the experts say. Hey, Tua did the same thing. So, hey. Yeah, well, you say that, and Paul Tyson's got a head of an arm. I mean, he's a big, he's a big dude, and he's put on a little weight, but he's a big – Big strong dude. So, oh, uh, can know. he get out the pocket? Well, but if you got a great offensive line, you ain't got to scramble out the pocket. Yeah, but that offensive line though, it only gonna carry you only so far. If you, it's no different than you. They telling us about Clemson, Georgia, the talent in certain games where that you you meet up against a team that has those great edge rushers that's able to move him out the pocket. Is he able to get outside the pocket long enough to keep the play alive? Well, you know, you bring up good points, but, you know, both have their strengths. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, and that's probably a good – I'm sorry, go ahead, Jerome. I gamble with Talia. I'm sorry, I gamble with Talia before Paul, though. That's my prediction. Well, and, and that's probably a good point for us to segue into our next topic, and that is going to be what teams in D1A are even capable of making the playoff, which comes – which has a lot to do with depth chart and that kind of thing. And Greg, uh, what do you think about that? Well, uh, uh, college football rankings throughout a list. You got Alabama, LSU, Georgia, Florida, Ohio State, Michigan, Clemson, Syracuse, Washington, Oregon, Utah, Oklahoma, Iowa State, Texas, TCU, Notre Dame, Utah State, Boise State, and UCL. And as I and as I go down that list. There's about seven or eight of them I throw off <laughs> automatically. Automatically. Let, let, let's let's just let's just be honest. UCF, they don't have a schedule to get the you know to get in the college playoffs. Even if they go undefeated, they lost their star quarterback. They lost a lot of the nucleus of the, of the team that's done so well the last two years. You know, hats off to them. You know, but UCF will get run off the field. Uh, I mean, you know, they played. They played LSU in the bowl game, and they played Auburn the year before, and Auburn really didn't want to be there, and their number one running back was hurt and didn't play. 
Um, Where are they starting off at, though? Uh, they're probably going to start off in top ten, if I got a guess. Well, you know what, Greg? If 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 they're a top ten team this year, and and they can start off and they can win and and create the buzz, I, I don't think this year, unless the teams ahead of them, you know, uh, what LSU? They're gonna have LSU, Georgia, Notre Dame, Texas, Oklahoma. You know, a lot of them teams gonna beat themselves up. They're gonna play each other, but you you see, they don't have to deal with that. But I think if they can get up around that top five and don't lose a football game, this might be the year. It might be. I'm not gonna say it will be. Well, uh, the only way, the only way I can see them getting in is is there's gonna have to be uh, the top. You know, out out of the Power Five, you're gonna have to have two of those teams have two or more losses and be conference champions. That's the only way I can see UCF being. You know being even given a chance to make it to the college football playoff series. I, and just being honest, I don't think they're going to be anywhere near as good this year. I expect them really probably to lose a game or two during the season. Well, yeah, I can agree with you. I just think the top-heavy teams, the, the LSUs, the Georgia, the Clemsons, the, the Bamas, I, I don't think it's, it's much right. room for error, and it's not going to be an error this year. All right. Uh, let, let, you know, let, let me throw out a couple teams to you. Okay. Uh, uh, Michigan, Ohio State, Oklahoma, Texas. Those four teams. What do you think is going to happen between those four? I think those four teams are going to do the same thing those four teams do every year. Uh, Michigan is probably got no, not going to get past Ohio State. Uh, it's not a talent issue to me with those two programs. It's a coaching issue. And I know we got uh, Ryan Day coming in, a new coach at Ohio State, and you got Harbaugh, but I just don't think Harbaugh is ready to make that next step. He's proven it over the last, what, four or five years? And in Texas, I don't think they're uh, – maybe maybe a class of two-way talent-wise, Oklahoma. Every year, which is over Oklahoma, problem is defense. So, until they fix that defensive issue, um, I don't think they'll be able to compete for a championship. Making it one thing, but actually playing for it, I don't see that happening. Well, all right. You, you bring up Texas. Texas did beat Oklahoma in the, in the regular season. They, they, they punched them in the mouth. Okay. Um, do you think – think Texas is going to make that next step? Well, you know what? Uh, it's a possibility. I think the defense is going to be ready this year. I don't know if they're going to have an offensive firepower. You know, they, they quarterback, they want to put a lot of stock in. To me, you know, he's the same type of quarterback. It's pretty much Jake from, uh, Jake from, from Georgia. A.J. McCarron's big for Alabama. You can go on down the list. But I just don't think they're actually equipped this year, maybe next year, one more class. I think they need the running back, maybe a receiver or two. And then, two to compete for the national championship on the offensive line, defensive line, are they deep enough, physical enough to play? All right. They're going to tell us what they did to Georgia last year? Okay, listen to me. Georgia, from my standpoint, I don't think they was ready for that ball game. Even no, they, they, they didn't want to be there. You can tell it in their body language. Yeah, yeah. Let, let, let's, let, let's, let's go to the elephant room with Oklahoma. Jalen Hurts. Will he be the quarterback at the end of the season, or will Spencer Rattler take him take over? Uh, I I would probably say, how good is this Spencer Rattler kid? Is is he, uh, quote unquote, Trevor Lawrence tool? How good is he? They say he's he's in that range. Well, will they face all? Will they face a defense where they need the passing of a quarterback like that? I, in the regular season, the only game that that. T- that I can see um, would be the Texas game. The Texas game, it, to me, is their swing game. 
Well, Texas defense is pretty much based off of uh, physicality of what the SEC plays. They got pretty good defensive line. They got the defensive backs. They they pretty much built, if they want to say, like a defensive team from the SEC. Texas will be the team then to make that switch. And see that that's been my that's been my thoughts. You know, the whole offseason since Jalen decided that's where he went. He can probably go there and start, and he can win a lot of games, and he, he's probably going to put up some yards throwing the ball, even though I still say that's not his strength. His, his running is his strength. But he's going to get in the game at some point in time where his some of his limit, you know, his uh, limits that he has, you know, throwing the ball will, will come into play. And I think that Texas game, you can circle that game. And if they get through that game and, he, and he's still the starter at the end of it and didn't have to come out and have to put somebody else in, He'll be the starter, you know, throughout the season, which that could limit them in the playoffs when you start getting against elite defensive and offensive lines. Um, when you got to be able to control the ball, you just can't uh, basically ad lib the offense. So I, I think I, I think we up. saw that last year in the playoffs. But yeah. let's go ahead and segue into uh, really very closely related topic but y'all been talking y'all been all over the chart with uh the teams that are maybe in the running but put your money where your mouth is Let's who's go. gonna make it and how many wins is it gonna take to get in the top four this year uh, okay then first of all are we basing this off of uh the, the, the best four teams are we basing this off of this is a war for who's, video conference. Who's going to win the games to get past the <laughs> committee? Ahead, <laughs> uh, all right. Well, one, I'm going to go Clemson by default. Even if they lose to, to Texas A&M, they're, they're, you know, they don't have anybody else in their conference that's going to challenge them. So they're they're going to be able to skate through the ACC. Uh, and, and unless they just flat out slip up somewhere in the regular season, you know, in, in their conference, Clemson's going to get a pass. Because talent-wise, they are way they're heads and shoulders above anybody in the ACC. Um, I think there is still a very distinct possibility Alabama and Georgia both can make the playoff out of the SEC. Again, depends on how both teams do in the regular season. If they pick up a loss during the season, they can't go to the SEC championship game and lose. They would have to win, and then the other team would have to be undefeated going in that game in a close game and lose. And then that would open the opportunity up again, again for both teams to, to make it back to playoffs. To me, the key is, you know, for the basically it's I thirty five West. You know, it's for the West, basically West teams, Oklahoma and Texas. Um, are they going to have one or more losses during the regular season? And if they do, and, and I think there's a possibility for that. You know, Lincoln Riley is, you know, they're, you know, in Oklahoma, they're really talented, but they always find a way to to, to almost crap all over themselves in, in one and sometimes two games a year. And I think this it's going to hinge on those two. But I think the sleeper out of this, possibly out of the Pac-12, out of, out of Pac is, is Oregon. Yeah, if Oregon, if, if their quarterback can get back to throwing, you know, being back in the 60s, in the 60% range, and doesn't make the stupid mistakes that he made last year, they can make it into the playoff. What's your opinion? Well, with, with a Pac-12, with a Pac-12, along with the ACC, we already know Clemson is going to be there, win or lose. Clemson, if I, if Clemson lose one football game, I don't care what the experts say, they're going to be there. But my question is, can the Pac-12 present enough challenge for Oregon all year long? They're going to tell you Washington, okay? Who else in the Pac-12 that would tell you that Oregon has played a, a tough schedule? 
Well, the thing about Oregon, though, is the way Mario Cristobal, let, let's, let's not you know confuse old Oregon with the new Oregon. You know, you got Cristobal who's trying to take an SEC, you know, Southern brand of football up there and play physical hard nose. So if they go in there and beat those people up and just physically. By the way, I agree with you too, Dan. <laughs> yeah. If they if they physically beat those teams, you know, like like there's a very good chance that they could do it. Um, and, and remember last year, they, they were setting themselves up for a really good year. And, G, and Jim Leverett and Mario Cristobal, who remember Jim Leverett was the defense coordinator, they had a falling out midseason, and that defense went to crap, and it was almost like they were trying to sabotage each other. So, I think if they can get decent defensive, you know, play this year, they will make a play because they have a chance to beat people up, and they can say that brand of football will translate in the playoffs. Well, I agree with you. I definitely with Oregon. I just think the Pac-12 is overdue, and I think if Oregon go. 11-1, 12-0, Oregon is an automatic shoe-in. But, you know, yeah. I also think Bama and Clemson is an automatic shoe-in based on talent alone. They've been there, been in the big game several years in a row. So it's nothing outside of them going 11-2 and or 10-2, and two, and I can't see that happening. You know, uh, they want to tell, tell us uh, Texas A&M, LSU, Georgia, all type of roadblocks for Alabama. But I think Alabama is going to be a hungry, pissed-off, focused football team this year. That's I agree. Go ahead, Greg. Well, I, I was just going to say, I think the win totals, everybody's going to have to be 12 and 1, 13 and 0. I, I just, I don't think this is a year where you're going to see a two loss team. I, I just don't think there's going to be enough, uh, enough, enough teams that, that's going to allow a two loss team. And, and I really believe out of the Power Five, you're going to have probably, you know, um, Six teams that are going to have between one and two losses, and they're going to be really good losses. But I, I just think that that one to two loss, you know, that one game where a team craps all over themselves, a Michigan or Ohio State, and I think there's a good chance for Oregon to slip in, possibly Texas, just because I think this year might be a matchup problem with them in Oklahoma. And then it, um, and one of those may be odd men out because I really believe Georgia is probably going to have Minimum one loss regular season or be undefeated. And I just, well, I just really believe that. Well, that's Greg, I'm going to say this right here. I, I think a bigger question is what would, and, and it's, it's, it sounds crazy, but it's a possibility. The bigger question is what will they do if Alabama, Georgia, and LSU, LSU lose one football game to Alabama and consistently have a strong football year, don't lose nothing else. Georgia make it to the ACC championship game undefeated, lose to Alabama, but had a strong year. What do you do with those three teams at the end of the year? Bama is in. Do you let one ACC team in, or do you let the other two in? No. Because, listen, if we're going to say the, the power for the best four, you can't tell me at the end of the year that it'll be two, three other teams better than Georgia and LSU at the end of the year. Well, I'm, I, I get where you're going, and I love the argument. I just just straight up, I do not foresee LSU being a one-loss team. I think they're going to have a minimum of two. And regardless, okay. well, regardless, who do you think the second team is? I, I, honestly, oh, uh, I think uh, they're going to lose to Alabama, and I really believe they they will lose to Florida. I think there's your two losses. Well, they have an issue with Florida every year. I just I think this year they itching to for that trophy. So you know. 
But, you know, a lot, a lot of other teams, they can kind of dismiss the Penn States, the Michigans, the Ohio States. They have too many issues. So yeah. it's basically going to come down to the normal four, I think, every year. Yeah. And, and regardless of how many – wins or losses LSU has if they don't make it to the SEC championship game politics 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 will take care exactly. of the rest always but uh all right I think we've covered everything uh we were going to cover today and just want to remind everybody if you want to join into the conversation you can follow us on Twitter at Crimson Talk Show uh you can send us an email uh Crimson Talk Show at gmail.com you can go to crimsontalk.com that'll take you to our soundcloud page you can listen to us there we're working on getting the podcast feeds up and eventually we'll be available on itunes uh, spotify google play or whatever your podcast app of choice is so you can always listen to us there uh in the meantime can i get a roll tide roll tide come follow where the best is at we live hotter than the spot where your pot got a it's real simple. You got two more quarters and that's it. Now most of you have been playing this game for 10 years. And you got two more quarters and after that most of you will never play this game again as long as you live. Now you all, you all have known me for a while and for a long time now you've been hearing me talk about being perfect. Well I want you to understand something. To me being perfect is not about that scoreboard out there. It's not about winning. It's about you and your relationship to yourself and your family and your friends. Being perfect is about being able to look your friends in the eye and know that you didn't let them down because you told them the truth. And that truth is, is that you did everything that you could. There wasn't one more thing that you could have done. Can you live in that moment as best you can with clear eyes and love in your heart? With joy in your heart. If you can do that, gentlemen, then you're perfect. I want you to take a moment and I want you to look each other in the eyes. I want you to put each other in your hearts forever because forever is about to happen here in just a few minutes. I want you to close your eyes and I want you to think about Booby Miles who is your brother. And he would die to be out there on that field with you tonight. And I want you to put that in your hearts. Boys, my heart is full. My heart's full. Ivory.